Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Welcome everyone to the RF Sports Radio Show. It's been a little while since you last talked to us. We got a lot going on, a lot to talk about. Our big topic today, of course, is now that LeBron James, or I guess we can call him King James now, has his title. Who's gonna be next? Who is the next one in line to get the the title monkey off of their back and finally get a ring? My name is Rodney Fisher. Of course, we're joined by my co-host, Sports Richard, here in just a second. Well, thank everyone for tuning in and remind you that all you have to do to follow our show is go online, rfsportsradio.com, or go to Twitter, twitter.com slash rfsportsradio. So without further ado, let me bring on the star of our show, my co-host, Mr. Roy Spitzer. Roy, how are you doing today, sir? Uh, thank you, Rodney, for that great introduction. Rodney, I'm doing great. It's two things. <clears throat> Excuse me, it happened this week that I never thought I'd see happen. Number one is LeBron James winning the NBA championship. And number two, the college finally, after all this complaining I've been doing, you know I've been an advocate for this, finally has a playoff system. I am a happy man today. Absolutely. I, I, I will agree with you on that. <laughs> We're going to talk about that too. We're also going to get into a little bit of the NBA draft. We got invited to... Something very, very special is going to be a really, really neat thing for our show on uh, Thursday, and also a big announcement about what we're going to be doing this July 4th as well, too. So a lot going on. Before we get started, though, I want to remind everyone, we're actually doing a huge uh, donation drive right now for RF Sports Radio. We're doing something called crowdfunding. It's something brand new, a brand-new concept we're really allows all of our listeners, everyone that's uh, listened to our show over the last three years, really help us continue to keep this thing going. And all you have to do is go to our website, rfsportsradio.com. There's a huge badge right there on the right where you can actually click on there and read more about us, see our story and how we got started from meager beginnings three years ago, Royce, on that, you know, that right in the first week of the NFL season right. in September. So what we've done up to this point, going to the NBA Finals twice, I should say, uh, covering all kinds of uh, minor professional sports to major professional sports, and everything we got going on in the future. So what we're asking everyone to do is if you are a fan of the show, like the show, heard the show once before, we invite you to continue to help us 
move this along into the right direction. And we're offering some pretty good perks, too. So go in there and check it out. No matter what you can do, no matter what your donation is, you can definitely get a perk from us. Our biggest one for our big uh, funders, I should say, is that you get a chance to get all of the memorabilia that we've collected from all of the championship games we've been to. That's NBA Finals, that's bowl games, BCS, not just what we have now, but everything we have coming up in a brand-new season for us in, in the future. I think that's a huge benefit, Royce, for helping us getting our, keeping our show uh, rolling. And you're absolutely right, Rodney. And I remember we started very humble. It's been a great ride. I've enjoyed it. We, I feel like we've come a long way. Uh, and if you want to support two guys that really, really, really love what they do, and that's us. And uh, like I said, you know, it's expensive. We are independent. Uh, but I, I think we have made great strides. We have great uh, response from the show, great listeners. I've enjoyed everything. And it's kind of taking an inside view inside the world of sports that the ordinary man doesn't get a chance to see. And we're just ordinary guys just giving our version of the world that we've entered into and sharing it with everybody else out there in radio land. Absolutely. We want to continue that going. So, Again, all you got to do is go to our website, rfsportsradio.com. Click on the uh, badge that's there provided by Indiegogo.com, and you can uh, find out how you can really help our show, move our show forward. So we take time out to do that. Now let's get to the sports talk. I know you got a bone to pick with me, and we're going to get to it. I absolutely do, Rodney. And is that our first topic? Well, well, you know, what we're going to talk about, the big topic, of course, is now that LeBron James has a ring. Uh, who is next? Who, who is the one that has to get the monkey off their back next? Of course, we're going to talk NBA draft, and we'll talk about the BCS college playoff. But you want to get back to something that happened this past Thursday, and that was the Miami Heat winning the championship. We didn't do a show that Thursday because I, 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 think I was you were pretty done. upset. I was pretty upset. Yes, yes, you were. Yes, you were. And you were very unfair to LeBron James all season. And first of all, I want to congratulate the Miami Heat. What a great series, man. I loved every bit, every minute of it. You know, we were part of that. Nothing like seeing it live. But uh, you were pretty hard on LeBron. You and a lot of other people were real hard on him. And this guy played one of the best playoff series I've seen. I mean, it was a Magic Johnson, Michael Jordan-type performance he did in the playoffs. So all those dollars out there, it's just like playing checkers. When that man gets to the other side of that board, you have to crown him. And I'm waiting on you to crown LeBron James. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm going to swallow my pride a little bit. Okay. First of, all, first of all, I was wrong for not doing a show on Thursday because LeBron won. All right? That, that's just that's off the bat. And, and really, I'm wrong because I people were waiting to hear what I had to say. I got all kinds of traffic on Twitter, Facebook, I mean, email, Text messages. Everybody kept saying, "Come on, what you got to say now? What you got to say now?" And I and I chose not to say anything, which was wrong. And see, you know. that's because you were a LeBron hater all year. You were like a lot mm-hmm. of other guys. You said to Kobe, and I, I and I, I'm gonna go back and do that show. Uh, where you said Kobe would get a ring before LeBron, and you said that LeBron would not get a ring this year. So uh, I won't let you finish your apology. So, <laughs> with that said, 
Uh, I, I want to just say one thing to LeBron and all those people that, you know, know me and have known the show for the last three years and know I'm not a LeBron fan. Let's just say that. You know, my, I was going to say my hat's off to LeBron. That's all I'm going to say. Hat's off to LeBron. He did get a ring. Not only did he get a ring, but I thought the way he played, and as much as I tried to deny it uh, during these finals, was was – a, a great performance, an all-time kind of performance, let's just say that. Uh, and, and I think you were kind of disappointed in the Heat, too. I'm, I'm sorry, the Thunder. I thought you thought I that would, they would play would, better. But, but, you know, and, but, I, but I, broke, I broke one of my biggest rules, and that was that anytime you're dealing with the NBA, it's always a process. It's always, you know, you start at one area where – you kind of, you know, you kind of get to the playoffs. Then you get to the Western Conference Finals. Then you get to the finals and you lose because you kind of have to learn how to win before you can win. And, yeah, I, and I broke that rule with Oklahoma City because my eyes were so red with, I don't want to see LeBron get a ring. I thought Kevin Durant would get a ring first. I, I talked a lot of smack about him all season long. His, his changing up and getting the post-up game, and he's wanting to be the good guy now. I laughed at all of that, you know, and, and it felt so good watching him lose last year to the Mavericks that it blinded me this season. And I just want to say, LeBron, you know, I I don't know if you're listening or not. I've had a chance to interview you a couple times. I like to think that you're listening to me. But I just want to say, man, congratulations on this season. Great job. You, you deserve the MVP. All right, you also deserve the NBA Finals MVP as well, too, and and hats out to you. So that, that, that's what I got to say. And so you thought he played a Jordan-ish type uh, Okay, now you're going uh, too far. Well, you're putting, he did. You're putting well, Rodney, he, he had to give it to him. Having 30 points, 10 rebounds, and 9 assists, those are numbers that Magic, Bird, and Jordan have done in the playoffs, and he did it consistently throughout the playoffs, and he actually put this team on his back. Like we see Kobe Bryant, and LeBron James, I mean, and Michael Jordan, and Magic Johnson, and all these other guys, and Dirk last year, put this team on his back and say, guys, I got you. I got you. And by, by his day, he made everybody better. We saw Mike Miller hit seven three-pointers, and he hadn't hit three-pointers that many all year. We saw Chalmers step up. We saw this whole team step up. And it was all because of the inspiration of LeBron James, the guy was focused, and what I thought was real admirable for him was when uh, Chalmers got happy that last game before the game was over and he was trying to excite the crowd. LeBron went over there and told him, said, man, we still got a job to do. It's not done. He was focused. He played excellent, and he did lead this team. So his play was excellent. You can't question it. Anybody can't say that LeBron froze up this series because he didn't. And, you, and I want to know what your thoughts of the way he played do you think that they won because of him? I think they definitely won because of him. I think um, it was big on Dwayne Wade's part to really say, you know what, LeBron, this is your team. Um, and it was just big for LeBron to accept that role and do what he did in the playoffs. His only triple-double all season was in that game five. And he did right. everything He did everything you're supposed to do, and he did it the right way. So, And, my, and not again, only him. But the whole team. I agree. Up. I agree. So, again, hats off LeBron. 
I'm just going to say it and leave it at that. Hats off to, Le- to LeBron James. And I, I'll leave it at that. You know, I, and, again, and I suggest everybody download this show <laughs> for next year. <laughs> just in case we hear the same thing out of you next year. Everybody oh. would have it and they can go back and listen to it. And you're See right. that you were wrong you're and right. you apologize. And I, I, I congratulate and give you props for that. I know but, I know uh, somewhere out there in somebody's iPod they're saving this show. Right. I and you know, know and, and, and and the and the stuff that he went through was more than the average person has to bear. And and yet the guy's never been in trouble. He's been an ideal person. You know, you might not like the decision he made to go to South Beach. It seemed like it was the best thing for him at the time because if he was still in Cleveland, he wouldn't have made it to the finals. And yeah. I, he did best for, for LeBron James. He was on all kind of pressure. I, you and I will never know what kind of pressure that's like, and, and the average person doesn't. You know, the guy, he, he everybody's been on it. You know, he expects certain things from him. And he didn't get him, so the disappointment for him. But people put him too high, and he got the job done. He silenced the critics, and that's what I like about the guy because he really is a great guy. Like you said earlier, you had a chance to interview him, you had a chance to meet with him, and you know he's a, he's a he really is a great guy. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I agree. I, I agree. He is a he is a he is a great guy. To having a chance to kind of meet him and, and talk to him. It changed my opinion a little bit, you know. And in and in retrospect, uh-huh. in honor of him winning, I did stream the Miami Heat parade online on our website. So, I mean, I did do that. So give me some credit for at yeah, least. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm giving you credit for that, that, but I did ridicule you that because you should have crowned him the next day <laughs> <laughs> on the website and Thursday night of the game, but. Uh, I'm pretty sure he accepts your apology, and I do too. And I hope everybody else out there does too. And Let's it, take it a, takes a real man to admit when he's wrong. I'm telling you, it really does. Let's take a quick caller, real quick. Uh, caller, we'll identify you by the last four digits of your phone number. Caller two seven seven eight. You live on the RF Sports Radio Show. Hey, how are you? On the on the Good. subject of uh, we're on the subject of LeBron's new ring, right? Correct. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> hey, how's it going? All right. It's going pretty good. I'm just uh, hanging out with some friends. Um, yeah, I just wanted to add that uh, LeBron. Um, I, I think he. Uh, I think he deserves it because of all the uh, the uh, the niggers he's had to put up with. All those all the niggers he has to play the game with. He's just a stupid nigger himself. So he would have never gone anywhere in his life. So you know. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> well, I tell you. They are out tonight, ain't they? Yeah, yeah they are. <laughs> they are out tonight. Uh, let's try this again. <laughs> Call them one one six two. Well, listen, buddy, we don't want to hear from you again. How about that? Yeah, not at all. Call them one one six two. You're live on RF Sports Radio. Hey, this is OP. Hey, what's going on? Uh, I want to bring up the NFL. Uh, as you know, uh, Jimmy Russell just got drafted into the Steelers as a was it a linebacker? Mm-hmm. Did you hear about that? No. Oh, well, Jimmy Russell is like, I don't know, he has like over 9,000 tackles. And I think he's a, he's going to be a pretty good player. Well, good deal, good deal. Again, you thank you for your comment. Thanks fame. for calling in. Let's uh, move on. Let's continue here. the conversation. Yeah, let's move on. Let's, let's go ahead and continue the conversation real fast. Uh, well, you know, uh, you get the crazy. What's today? Tuesday. 
Yeah, Tuesday, Tuesday get the crazy you know, and colors, the temperature, man. And, and temperature <laughs> was over 100 degrees here in Texas, so I'm pretty sure a lot of people you know are, what? Uh, I, I like I said, I like I said, I like crazy fried. colors, man. Hey, just yeah. keep, uh, keep listening, is all I can tell you. Keep yeah, we're going to get an operator to start screening the calls, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> when they come keep in. Listening. But, yeah, but listening. they listening. They are listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, let's go ahead and go into our next topic again. Uh, uh, those of you guys, of course, if you want to call in and make an intelligent comment, you're more than welcome to call in. Uh, let's get into the NBA draft real fast, Royce. Of course, uh, the, the big announcement we want to make is that on this Thursday, we'll have a chance to be right there front and center for the Mavericks uh, war room for their draft, and they got a lot of decisions to make. They invite us to come down there and kind of sit with them as they go through the draft and make their selection uh, for this season. But they got a lot of decisions to make, too, along with other teams as well. Of course, you know the Hornets have the first pick. There's no secret about it. They're going to take Anthony Davis. The guy was on CNN the other day. Was that today, matter of fact? Charlotte Bobcats, for some reason, trying to trade out the number two spot. And today made a deal to pick up Ben Gordon from the Detroit Pistons. So they're trying to make some moves there. I think with the uh, Bobcats, you know, you got to wonder, they haven't been real good at drafting players. And Not at all. And the fact that they haven't been that good at drafting players, they probably want to go with some veteran, veteran players, I would think, at this point. Yeah, and you know it's interesting, and I'm I'm excited, Rodney, to go to Witness's draft with the Mavericks. You know, inside the the what you call the war room, see how everything works. Uh, ask a couple of questions, and there's somebody else you got to look out for out there. They said the Houston Rockets are trade, trying to get the number 18 pick. That's not very low, but my understanding is they're trying to get even lower than that, and they're willing to mortgage the team almost to go at the you know who in Orlando. Yeah. So right. Howard, so I'm interested to see and we won't know up until that deadline what's gonna happen. I'm looking even for the Mavericks to make a move to uh move up a couple of spots. So it it'd be interesting to see who's got the upper hand. Of course now it's gonna all be secreted until then. But I, I'm really looking forward to, to being inside that war room, see how everything goes on and see who goes where. I'm more interested in the free agency. There's not a lot of people. I think the draft's going to be better, but I, I want to see what a lot of free agency is going to be. Well, the free agency is kind of getting overshadowed by the fact that, you know, we all know Darren Williams is the guy. You know, that's, that's the biggest target of free agency. It's pretty much a one-horse one race. I mean, it's going to be who gets Darren Williams, who positions themselves to get Dwight Howard if they decide to do a trade now, wait till before the trade deadline during the season or even wait till the end of the season when he is a uh, a free agent. So I think a lot of people are really looking at, not looking at the free agency period as a a big time because there's really only one player that you can really go after. There's there's several, there's a bunch of B players you can go after, guys that you haven't heard of but have been in the league and been effective. But really the only marquee guy is Darren Williams. And that brings us to the Mavericks, you know, how close do you think they really – have a shot to get him. We know he's from the colony. You know he's played here. You know he says he wants to come here. He's been outspoken about it. He's either going to be here or the New Jersey Nets. He wears a ranger cap everywhere he goes. But, again, does that mean he's going to come here? Well, rumors have it that he's narrowed it down to two teams, 
one being the Dallas Mavericks, the other being the Brooklyn. Uh, but, uh, you know, it, it's no gimme that the guy's going to stay home. And if you ask any player out there, uh, playing at home is really sometimes not always a great thing because you, you're under more, more scrutiny by playing at home. It would be a great pickup for the Mavericks. That would be my number one priority if I was Donnie Nelson uh, to get him. But I'm anxious to see how do you fill up the rest of your roster and what moves the other teams going to make for as trades. Uh, like I said, there's not a lot of free agency. Uh, and speaking of the Mavs, they have, what, five free agents uh, this time? Delonte West. Jason Kidd, Ian Mahimi, and Jason Terry. And looking at that, <laughs> I, I, I can lose those. And the only one I would keep on that would be Jason Terry. And I, I kind of like Delonte West. And that's the question to me. Are they going to keep any one of those guys? Are they going to make a trade for somebody? Or are they going to pursue Darren Williams and uh, kind of pick up secondhand players along the way? Well, the the thing is with the Mavs, they draft seventeen. So right, you know, and they haven't. Right. If you think about some of the players that drafted before, they haven't drafted anyone that can help them right away. It's always been the project players. It's been Dominic hey, Jones, Roddy Bluebonnet. They never brought in someone that can help the team right away. If they're gonna right lose away. all those, lose all those free agents, especially if Jason Terry leaves. Right, they're gonna lose all those free agents. They gotta draft somebody that's gonna be there right away. I know. Uh, Eric K. Eric K. Sneed from uh, Mavs.com. He's reported that they're looking at a couple of uh, players. I believe in his last mock draft, um, he actually had. Well, let's look at what they need. What what they need uh, somebody in the middle. They need somebody that can rebound off the glass, and of course, they need a replacement for Jason Kidd. Those are three things they need right away. But they you're absolutely right. They do need somebody that can come in right away and start and be an impact right away. And uh, they haven't done that. You know, I was looking over this. Last year they picked up a guy, Jordan Hamilton. What happened to him? No, nothing. I can say that right now. Nothing happened. Yeah, you know, and they, they hadn't really done anything in the draft. But... You know, 17th is not a great place to be in. Of course, you know, you can pick up somebody. And that's my question. Do they move up to try to pick earlier, or do they stay with the 17th pick and go out to – who would you draft if you were the Mavericks? Man, you know what? I, I would just draft the best player on the board. It w- it really wouldn't matter to me, you know, what position they played. You know, I, I think you just line up all the players that you know in the draft you rank them all from 1 to 50 or whatever the case may be. You scratch them out as everyone gets drafted, and whoever's, whoever's the top person on the board, when it comes to your pick, that's who you take if you're the Mavericks. You need somebody. I don't care what position they play. You need somebody that can help your team right away because you really can't go into free agency and then expect to have a project player, somebody you got to develop and work for. And, and we all know Carlisle's style. He doesn't play rookies anyway. He better right. play young guys, period. So you got to find somebody that's going to come in there and have enough to kind of get everything going and get into the lineup pretty quick and, and be a quick starter, too. 
Okay, I, I, I'm going to put myself in as general manager of the Mavericks for about the next five minutes. And, Rodney, if I was down in there, and this would be my, this is exactly what I would do. My first choice would be to try to go Darren Williams. That would be my top priority. Uh, nothing else would be considered. I'd throw plenty of money his way. I'd throw plenty of perks his way. That would be my first choice to try to get him to free agency. Now, if I was going through the draft, if this guy is still available, and I don't know that, but Austin Rivers, Doc Rivers' son, could be a great addition to the Mavericks. He's, he's a great player. He's somebody that Carl I could bring along to fit his system. And uh, the guy has potential. You know, he comes from a great family. You think about it, Doc Rivers' son, it would be a great pick. And if I was going after somebody in free agency, I would keep Jason Terry, and maybe pick up somebody, maybe like a Kevin Garnett if he's available, or somebody to help me to take the load off of Dirk. Those would be my three choices if I was general manager, Donnie Nelson. So uh, what do you think I about that? I can't argue with that. that. That's pretty well thought out. I'm, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. You actually put some, <laughs> yeah. uh, put some thought into I, that. I, I'm impressed. I, I've said this. And that's one guy that you don't hear a lot of buzz about, Austin Rivers. But I've seen him. I know you've seen him play. Yeah, I have. The guy, and he's teachable. He's really teachable. He's young. He's somebody that's been in the organization for a long while. You have Jason Terry coming off the bench. I, I make Keith Delonte West. Just, you know, he, he can learn from him. You know, Delonte West. I, I, I like the guy. I, I thought he kept the Mavericks out a, a lot this year. You know, if he's available, but his stock is is rising. I, I know he had a bad workout with the. Um, I can't believe what team he worked out with last, but had a bad workout. They put the workout on YouTube. It didn't look that good. I think that's with the Washington Wizards. But, again, if I was working out for the Wizards, I'd work out pretty bad, too. Right, right. (laughs) And he's been on his best behavior this year. He's been a model player. He's been a model citizen, no trouble. You and I had a conversation with him. But, you know, Delonte told me personally that he would want to finish his career in Dallas. He likes it here. He wants to stay here. I think he'll take less money to stay here because I I think for the first time he's happy. You know, mm. Delonte was a perfect citizen this year. Yeah, he was. You yeah. know, Once yeah, he, he played hurt. Right, and he was happy here. I mean, you know, when he first came to Dallas, he was awfully quiet. He was kind of standoffish. But later on, as the season progressed, he was one of my favorite guys to talk to. And why not go after Kevin Garnett? You, you're going to fill seats with him. That way you're going to get the sellout. And what I saw of Kevin Garnett, I think he has one good year left. Now, can you, you imagine know, him and Dirk playing next That's together? what I'm talking about. And Austin Rivers, Jason Terry coming off the bench, Delonte West. I like that team. Mm. I like that team. Well, we're going to find out firsthand on Thursday when we get a chance to be right there with the Mavericks. So are you impressed with my Donnie Nelson for a day? Yeah, for five I'm minutes? impressed with it. I'm impre- I'll be even more impressed if Donnie Nelson really listens to you. That, that's that's going to be impressive. Well, well, maybe I should sit up at the big board tomorrow night. I mean, Thursday night. And <laughs> <laughs> assist. And I want to know what other people think about it, but you thought that's pretty good, huh? I, I did. Yeah, I thought that's pretty this. good. I thought it's pretty good. So make sure you guys tune in on Thursday. We'll be broadcasting live from uh, the Double AC for the Mavericks uh, draft media event. So we'll be there live, and we want everyone to tune in and get a chance to check that out as well too. 
Again, I want to remind everyone to go to our website, rfsportsradio.com, uh, where you can find out all the information about our show. Again, we are in the process of doing a huge uh, fundraising drive so we can continue our programming, not just here on, here on the uh, radio, but also with our video as well, too. We have several different opportunities to cover more and more events uh, in the upcoming year. We want your support in order to do so. We have several great perks lined up for you guys as well, too, if you do decide to help us raise funds. Then go to rfsportsradio.com to get all the details about that. Follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash rfsportsradio as well, too. Uh, we are looking for help also. We're looking for blog writers. We're looking for anyone who wants to be involved. All you have to do is send us an email at rfsportsradio at gmail.com, and we'll get back to you as soon as we can with more information on how to become a part of our program and our show. One event that we get a chance to cover in the upcoming, well, I guess in about a year from now, it's going to be this BCS college football playoff system. And I plan on being there. Yeah, well, I plan on being there with you. I plan on being there with you. College playoffs. How long have I been an advocate of this, Rodney? That's all I've talked about for the last couple of years. It's the only way we want a BCS championship game. At least we would know, just like we're doing all other sports, who is the champion? So who is the champion? Those polls, standards, all that goes out the window. Well, no, standards are still going to stand. I mean, they got well, to have standards. Yeah, polls and all that, that ain't going to mean nothing. Yeah, it is. It's going to mean something because they're only going to take four teams. So it's going to be the four teams But playoff. it's going to be the four. Right. But you're still going to have a true national champion. Well, that remains to be seen. But the, the debate is, is four teams enough teams to crown a true champion? I mean, it's better than what we have. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But, it, but, it, but it's four teams enough when you have 11, 11 conferences you have to deal with. Why not well, take the winner of every conference and put them in the playoffs? Well, I think that's going to come later. I'll take this <laughs> as a start. At least, least, least they, they passed it. You know, it was talked about for years. I'm surprised it even passed because you got a lot of old-timers in that, you know, and guys don't want change. But, you know, it was time for change. And, you know, right now I look for a lot more changes coming out of the NCAA. Well, they're going to have to make changes because this is what everybody wants to see. Now, we're getting more details about the playoff now that it has finally been approved uh, by the Presidential Oversight Committee today. And what we're learning is that there will be um, a rotation of the semifinal games among six bowl sites and a rotation of the championship game among neutral sites. And semifinals will either be played on New Year's Eve or New Year's Day and the national game will be played on that Monday, which will be called Championship Monday, uh, is what they are referred to that as. That's the first Monday in January. So they give right. you six or more days after that final semifinal game Extra. to really play. And that's the worst time of year is when college football ends. <laughs> Don't you agree? Oh, uh, yeah, ball agree. Games over. You know, <laughs> you, you, yeah, well, you, you got that hangover. Right. And you still had that hangover from one more game, you know, and that's it. All of a sudden, that's the end of it, and you, it's always a, a question in everybody's mind. Are they the two champions? Somebody that should have been the champion, you know what I mean, crying the champion. Or who gets in? You know, there were all kinds of schemes of getting in. I, we saw teams that shouldn't have been to the BS, BCS, you know, and, and in, you know, and get killed. 
we saw lopsided wins, 64 to 23, you know. So maybe this is even the playing field. Maybe we get to enjoy it a little bit better. But I tell you what, this first step, I'm happy with it. I've been an advocate of it for so long. I'm glad to see him take this step. I'd like to see him take another step. But I'll take baby steps. That is what's this interesting. Is huge. This is huge. This is what's interesting to me is there are going to be three contract uh, bowls. One of the Champions Bowl was the one that they just put together between the Big 12 and SEC, who I think is definitely going to be um, uh, going to be playing probably at Cowboy Stadium, I would hope. Then you got the Rose Bowl and then also the Orange Bowl. They haven't announced what's going to be their New Year's Day tie-in yet. And then there are three other bowls that they call the Access Bowls, and that'll be probably the Sugar Bowl, Fiesta Bowl, and, of course, other bidders out there as well, too. So all these other teams, as they win these other access bowls, they have a chance to get into this four-team playoff as well, too. But it's still going to come down to who's ranked the highest because they, the BCS is a ranking system. So for them to be involved, they're still going to have ranks. But it, it is a step in the right direction. I just wish they included more teams. We, you think about the NFL, right, the, the parity in the NFL. The Giants win the – the word the uh, Super Bowl. Well, I'm not saying World Series. They win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Well, they won those they came in as, Yeah, they came in at the very last week of the season. The, right. When the Giants won again, they were a wild card team. So you got to have that that team that catches fire right towards the end. They really shake things up. You know what I mean? So I wish they would have had you know all the conferences involved, all the winners of every conference, so we can finally see that David take down a Goliath. And, and you're absolutely right, Rodney, but, you know, this is a big step. You must admit this is a giant leap for college football as it is. I'm pretty sure they have to tweak it, and I'm pretty sure it get better. But, you know, I wish we could skip 2013 and go to 2014 so, so I could see it. And you know that Jerry's wheels are spinning, so you know one of those games would be at Jerry World. Oh, yeah, no doubt about it. No and doubt about it. Because what bigger place or what bigger stage to have that on, we're talking about 190 to 100,000 people, which would be the largest crowd to see a bowl like that. So I, I, I know Jerry's gearing up for that now to see that. So I, I'm just glad it's a big step. This is a big thing. You know, a lot of people were advocates for this. So I'm, I'm glad to see it happen. This is huge, Rodney. This is really huge. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's going to be a big step. So we're looking forward to that. Again, I want to remind you guys, if you listen to our podcast, you can download it anytime on iTunes. Do a search for RF Sports Radio. Go to our website, rfsportsradio.com, or follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash rfsportsradio. Our last topic of the night, and the big topic is, we posed the question at the start of the broadcast, now that LeBron James has his ring, who is next? Who's the next guy that has all the pressure, the one that's got to kind of put it up or shut up? In your opinion, Royce, who is that player? I I have to say Kevin Durant. You know, you go to the edge of the water, you got to drink it. I think he went to the edge. Uh, he's been the three-time scoring champion. Uh, they made it to the playoffs. You know, and I, I, I'm surprised, you know, I think it's on Kevin Durant. Uh, like you said, it's a learning process. You have to go there to see what it's like, to get the fear level. We've seen just about every team in the NBA do this, get a taste of it and go back and win it. Uh, 
Very few teams that just won it outright. But uh, I think it's all on Kevin Durant. They didn't get the job done. I think that would be the big topic in the off season, the coming season, is uh, will, the Heat, will the Thunder make it back to the playoffs, and can Kevin Durant deliver? But, he, but Kevin Durant is so young, man. He doesn't have the kind of pressure that LeBron Ronnie, has. He doesn't, he ha- he doesn't have he that doesn't pressure that like LeBron has. But he doesn't have the same kind of pressure that LeBron has. I mean, you can't put them in the same category. Well, why not? Why not? Because Kevin Durant is young. He hasn't really I – mean, for what he's done in his age, it's huge. That's absolutely huge what he's done in his age. So you can't you can't put that – you can't put the two in the same – Category, you can't do that. What? Well, look at Tim Duncan. He got it his first year. I so that, you can throw that out. You can you, you listen. You can throw that out the window. This was a great team. Look who they beat to get there, Rodney. They were the best team in the NBA. One of the best teams in the NBA last year. They were in the top five the year before. They made it to the playoffs. They made it. They swept everybody in the Western Conference. They're the best team in the West. And why not? Who, I, I think mean, there's more. You know what? I think there's more pressure on Carmelo Anthony than it is Kevin Durant. If you're looking at NBA players to win a listen, title, listen. If you're a Knicks fan, or if you follow the Knicks, you you glad to get above 500. <laughs> Am I right? Yeah, well, I'm just talking, about, I'm just talking be, about players with pressure on on them to win. Okay. Well, why, why would it be? Why would it be on Carmelo Anthony? It should be on Stoudemire. He was the one that didn't perform. They were in nothing until Carmelo Anthony got there. This would be his first full year there. But we talking about Kevin Durant, who's been his whole season with Oklahoma, Seattle, now Oklahoma. He's been there all this long. They built this team around him. They have some of the best players out there. They they are young. They are athletic, and they're the best. They're still one of the top two or three teams out there. They beat the Lakers. They beat the Mavericks. They beat San Antonio. You you said it yourself. Out of the last, what, 11 championships, it was Dallas, L.A., and San Antonio. Am I right? Yeah, I said that. You said that. Yeah, but, so he, but he's, of, made, he's made improvements every season, though. No, no. He's no, gone you, from you the playoffs to the Western Conference Finals to the NBA Finals. So you can't, but you, you can't, can't give him a five. LeBron's been to the finals three times and finally okay. won one. And the whole knock on LeBron was the fact that he couldn't perform in clutch situations under pressure. No one's saying that about Kevin Durant. He didn't get the job done. He didn't take this team on his back and lead him to a championship. Now, I'm going to put some of the blame on Scott Brooks because I didn't think he made judgments at the right time on game three, four, and five. But I, Kevin, I think what well, he can't get a walk. LeBron James, from the time he reached the playoffs, it was always next year. He didn't deliver. So this is back to back twice that the Thunder have been in the playoffs. They didn't deliver. So he well, didn't get a buy. LeBron James not the only. They're not the only team that's been in the playoffs and didn't deliver back to back. They're not the only team. And it, no, they're, they're not. not. But but did LeBron go last year? And people put pressure. They say he didn't get it done. And yeah, he, he went came to the back finals. again this year. He went to the NBA right. Finals, though. Not to the Western Conference Finals or Eastern Conference Finals. He went to the NBA well, well, Finals. Rodney, Rodney, he, he, Kevin Durant does not get a walk. I didn't say he that. Not. I didn't say he did. Okay, well, who who is your player? 
my player is not even an NBA player. And my my player is Tony Romo. My player is Tony now, Romo. That's I, not the question. The question, the question is, is who's going the next person to get the title. Right, I'm talking you about. I'm talking about across all sports. I'm not talking about just the NBA. Oh, you didn't say that. You didn't yeah, say that. I'm talking that. about across all sports, not the NBA. Listen. Oh, well, that's totally different. Listen, I don't expect anything from Tony Romo. I'm not one of those guys. So go ahead and talk. The reason why I say Tony, the reason why I say Tony Romo is smart. <laughs> go ahead. Is the the same knock that LeBron James has always had about him not being able to do it in the clutch, him not being able to do it in the fourth quarter. Is the same knock that everybody puts on Tony Romo, and, and I'm not alone in my opinion. They asked uh, Michael Irvin in, in Las Vegas two days ago what he who he thought was the, the person with the most pressure now to win one. He said Tony Romo. I heard Roger Staubach on the radio yesterday talk about how Tony Romo is too good not to have a ring. Troy Aikman came out a month ago talking about how Romo is better than him. I mean, so apparently it, 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 the knock on him is the same as LeBron. He can't get it done in the fourth quarter. He falls under pressure. It sounds a lot similar to what LeBron's under. And, and But you know what, though? I think it's not fair to put it all on Romo. I think you got to put a lot of it on Jerry, too. Don't get me wrong, because he's been GM of the team, and the Cowboys haven't won in 15 years. I understand that. I've been to a playoff in 15 years and won. But I, I think a lot of that pressure is really on Tony Romo, he's the next one. Is everyone's going to be looking at like, how come he can't get it done? What is the problem? How come he can't be clutch? What's happening in the fourth quarter? He's the next one. I think that's really got the pressure on him. Well, I, I, I agree with that statement. I, I would totally agree with that, but not for me because Tony. I've seen Tony Romo personally lose too many games for the Cowboys. I can name two of them right off the bat that he's blown personally for the Cowboys. And uh, he's just not on my list. He's just not top on my list because uh, if you look at what came out this past summer, uh, among the players, they ranked the top 100 players. He was, what, number 70? Am I right? Yes, true, true. In that ballpark range, yeah. So uh, uh, if you look at the – at that statistic, his peers don't think highly of him. So how would you expect for him to win your championship when his peers out of 100 players ranked him number 70? We had linemen. We had defensive backs. We had 70 players ahead of him. So he's not top on my list. I know he's top on yours simply by the fact that you're a Cowboy fan. And that's just plain and simple. Tony Romo, I've said it all along. I stand behind it. Would not get a ring next. Mm-hmm. I just think the pressure. I say he'll be one of those players that never get a ring. I just think the pressure's on him, similar to what was on LeBron, based on what but, people say about Romo and what they say about LeBron. But he, but now that you know the question as a whole, looking across all sports. Who really has the monkey on their back that they have to get off as far as winning winning a championship, a title, whatever you want to call it? Well, I gave up on Tony Romo a long time ago. So, for me, it's not him. I still say it's up to Kevin Durant. Uh, and you could throw Carmelo Anthony in that mix. Uh, I could say I put Peyton Manning ahead of Tony Romo because 
he has a lot of pressure. Yeah, but he's on won him. one. He, he, he's he, won but, one. I'm, I'm talking about the player that hasn't won him, one. People are expecting him to deliver again. And you can look at Tom Brady. It's pressure on Tom Brady to win another championship. I know they won yeah, but one. Tom Brady but has three. He has three rings, though. Tony Romo don't have any rings for a reason, Rodney. That's how I that's, think. That's what I'm. That, he doesn't have rings for a reason. The okay, question is, the question. you ask Who me the question, it? but you want me to agree with you. My top pick is Kevin Durant. Your top pick is Tony Romo. Okay, what about what? Would you agree with Michael Vick? Yeah, it's pressure on Michael Vick. I just I just named four of the players I put ahead of Tony Romo. I don't expect Tony Romo to win a ring. We're talking about Tony, someone that doesn't have a championship, though. <laughs> Michael Vick has a championship. Okay. All right. The next, okay, Kevin Durant and, and uh, Michael Vick, those two guys I expect to deliver or even should get a ring next. Those are my two picks. Okay. I'll Do you have more than one? No, I really, really, Romo is my biggest one. Okay. Yeah, well, we know where you stand because you, it, it's no secret out there <laughs> to our fans, all to me or you, that you're definitely a Cowboy fan, and it is your will that they win a championship. But I'm telling you, that's not going to happen. Well, we'll find out what's going to happen. we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Don't forget, guys, to tune in on Thursday to hear us live from the AAC as we'll be covering the Mavericks draft and find out who they picked with number 18. And, of course, uh, we got bigger announcements, too, Roy. This July 4th, we got a special broadcast coming up, too. You want to talk about that? Yeah, and we'll bring it up. Well, we won't have Thursday show, but uh, we will be in Orlando, Florida, watching the Lady Jets play. Uh, Jason Terry's team, uh, they're from the Plano area. We got to see them play this past weekend, and these girls are fantastic. They play like W. I think they can beat some WNBA teams, and uh, I'm looking forward to that. They'll be broadcast live on uh, July the 4th with the championship game July the 8th. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to tearing Jason Terry up on that golf course. Yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. So hopefully we'll be joined by this material on Thursday, if not sometime next week. We want to thank everyone for tuning in, taking out our live show. Make sure you go back and download the show. Also go to the website, rfsportsradio.com. Follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash rfsportsradio. Until then, help keep sports talk from a fan's perspective. When you want it available, go to our website and go to our crowdfunding campaign. We thank everyone and good night. We'll see you guys on Thursday. Good night.